This hour of gameplay is brought to you by FanDuel. Bet on all your favorite teams on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. You're listening to Gameplay with Matthew Cause on TSN 1050. Embrace the odds. I want winners. Oh, yes, guy. Jim Taddy, something for Matthew Cause. Let's start it off this way because it's Friday. Boo, 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 boo. Here we go. Gameplay all set to sail. Gameplay at TSN 1050 brought to you by FanDuel. Bet on all your favorite teams on the FanDuel Sportsbook app now. Jim Taddy, producer Josh is with us. Josh, how are you today, sir? Pretty good, Taddy. How's it going? Let me check. Everything's good. Everything's going well. You have to you check. Know, busy week and. Yeah, I had to check. That's right. I just, uh, you know, some sort of a monitor on the wall here that says everything is good, guy. Just keep going. Amazing. How's the week been for you? Busy, busy, but good. Yes, extremely busy week for you. You've been down at SBA the entire week. How's that been? I know. Well, pretty good. That's six. I think we'll do six visits in a row. Uh, we weren't there for a while because of the World Juniors. So it's. It, you know, I like the schedule. There's a lot where I'm doing. Stuff from Yes Guy headquarters, and then also from Scotia Bank, and uh, quite frankly, those are both my favorite spots. So, absolutely. What else no, can I say? You can't go wrong with both your favorite spots in one week. That's yes right. Guy headquarters I know. and <laughs> SBA. Don't tell anybody. Turn, turn the mic off. I don't want anybody to get any idea that I'm enjoying this. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, this stays between yeah. us and yeah. The okay, audience. that's right. Well, okay, yeah, and they're loyal to me. Don't, 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 don't mess that up. They're loyal to me. So coming up in the broadcast very shortly. Yes, guy, no guy. Two fifteen, two thirty. Robert Mays. He's an NFL writer, host of the Athletic Football Show. Will be by two fifty. Kevin Scott, handicapper at Sports uh, Information Traders. I think I have that right. You do. Josh English will be by. He's a betting analyst at Covers dot com at three and at three thirty. Dave Pagnato from uh, the fourth period. He's the editor in chief there. So. Pretty busy show, I gotta say. You, you, and you had this done what Tuesday? You had this all lined up. <laughs> You're exposing me in a good way. That, that's a positive sign. Josh is what we call an early bird, which is much better than working with uh, somebody who's uh, late. So, not at all. This I show was planned Josh. out uh, as soon as I found out. You're the host. You gotta do it really? in the uh, the yes guy way. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, that's that's the way it's going to come out. I don't know what you intend here, but I can only do it the the yes guy way. Uh, so I was watching the Leaf game last night. I did the Raptors game, which is nice to have back to back wins over Charlotte and uh, three straight at, at home after a couple of disappointing losses. So three and two in the six game homestand. It wraps up Saturday against Atlanta. We'll have all that action for you starting at seven on TSN 1050. Watched the Leaf game when I got home. I actually had it on in the booth. Uh, don't tell anybody. He had it on in the booth. It was going back and forth. But, of course, the live game uh, takes precedence. Uh, but uh, Leafs looked to me like they just didn't have any air in the tires. You know, they tried, uh, but just didn't have that extra gear. And, and that happens. You know, the night before against Nashville, they were they were okay. Uh, they won the game, and, and they squeaked it out. Last night, uh, Detroit was – well, they allowed Detroit to be aggressive with them in terms of a forecheck. But, uh, you know, it really doesn't matter. It's, it's all down to Saturday, right? Saturday in Boston. Yeah, fired up matchup. Yeah, watching that game yesterday, Taddy, it wasn't, it wasn't ideal for the Maple Leafs. After that Bobby McMahon goal was disallowed, meaning, oh, I don't know if you saw that well, play, Taddy. Like, what I, do you think? What do you feel? I did see it. Well, I, I felt when I watched it, I couldn't remember the rule, but I thought, I've seen this play before. This is not the first time I've seen it. And then, of course, uh, the Leafs and TSN panel did a nice job recapping that it was one of the Jersey goals against the Leafs that was called back. Now, I know what the rule says. 
But I, I always have to ask the question, so what was the guy supposed to do? He was trying to kick the puck up to his stick. His stick was entangled, to say the least, and he couldn't get it on it, and it went off another player, not his own team, and into the net. Now, I know, I know the spirit of the rule. It makes sense, but, I mean, really, literally, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't. They were sticking to the rule book. They didn't shy away from that at all. And that kind of ruined the momentum throughout the game. Raymond got that goal. He was absolutely buzzing against the Leafs yesterday. They could not stop him at all. Maple Leafs entering the game. They're 18-2-2 and against Detroit since 2016. So they've come on a high horse coming into that game. Just didn't look that great. Regardless, Ilya Sam- Samsonov looked, it was quite possibly his best game of the year. Yes, it was. It was, but you you, you can't shy away from the Maple Leafs' offensive struggles. Well, Uh, but look at it this way. Yeah, but look at it this way. It's a two-one game. Uh, Sherrod banks the puck off the boards, the longest goal in NHL history, off the boards uh, and and into the empty net. I mean, that's your. Then they get a penalty after that, which really doesn't matter. I mean, that was a one-goal game, really. It was. And you got one called back, so that that's pretty even. I'm really going to say this though. I mean, why why would you lose momentum when you score in the first minute and it's called back? I mean, there's 59 minutes left to go. I mean, you got to dig in. You have to, especially against the Red Wings, who you just took down, right? So yeah, if you have to give that grade of that game, I'd probably give it a let's give it a B uh, because oh, it wasn't yeah, that, bad, yeah. but it wasn't good. It wasn't the, it wasn't what you expect out of the Leafs. Now here's what I'm going to say. I was at Scotia Bank as I said last night. And uh, one of the uh, uh, the ushers in the building, the, the, you know, the, when you go around in the uh, the underbelly of the building, which which is where I live before the game, <laughs> I know all these people, so I talked to them all. And, and the one guy came up to me and started asking me my football picks. Oh. So I rhymed them all off, and I said, I'm probably the last guy you want to ask because my football season starts and ends with the Detroit Lions and the rest I, I casually watch. But I, I said to him, I said, you know, you just said it always goes this way. I'm telling you right now, as a Lions fan, this is the end of it. Always goes this way. So when you rhymed off that 18-2 and two leaps over Detroit, guess what? Didn't mean anything. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything after <laughs> you, you, you go into you, it. You have to know when, and this is because we're doing gameplay, which is relevant. You have to know when the trend's about to change. You do. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that the Lions. And yeah. I, not many people have heard of your opinion, so I, this is my first. How do you feel about those okay. Lions? Here's, here's what I love, because I've been doing this for a number of years. Uh, how many times do you get to go on the air and say something you've never said before and probably nobody in the face of the earth has ever said before? So that would be the Lions defeating Green Bay in Green Bay to end the season and eliminate the Packers. That sentence has never been said before. Never before. Never, never before in the history of football has that ever been said. What a phenomenal game for them! Oh, they're they're tough. They're like the coach, oh, Dan Just Campbell. The, the, the antics that yeah. he puts on that team uh, is is nuts. And I believe the Lions have their QB one now. Jared Goff seems yeah. like he's their guy. Uh, Jamal Williams breaking records for the Lions, breaking Barry Sanders' touchdown record for a season. That is miraculously awesome. So. We don't know here. Maybe there's a trend changing in Detroit. I actually thought that might have been the best game the secondary's played in forever. Yes. The secondary's an Achilles heel there and has been for most of my life, just saying. But, yeah. And so, I mean, but you could see them as they're making tackles and and succeeding. They're, like, looking at each other and going, hey, we can do this. Hey, yeah, we can do this. We're coming back next year. Yes, (laughs) they are. Yeah. 
So how was the uh, the Raptors' performance? How how did that go uh, from a it. viewing standpoint? Because I know watching with N, it looked solid. Siakam with wow. thirty five points, winning three straight games for the first time this year. Yeah, and Barnes adding twenty one as well. He looked awesome, especially on the glass. Yeah, no, I liked the game. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. I'm not going to tell you it was a compelling game, but I'm not going to uh, turn my back on a win. Uh, what I like out of the Raptors, and I have the box score from the last two games, is this is a full. Uh, ten-man rotation, um, and and you know usually in, in a situation uh, which really burns the Raptors out is uh, you get the starting five, and sometimes that's different. Uh, and then the search is on for who's going to support the starting five, and then oh look out now we're behind and we have to rally. I mean that is a complete energy drain. That did not happen in the last two games. The Raptors controlled the scoreboard. Uh, sure, the Hornets took a run at them from time to time, but the Raptors were in the driver's seat, and they had a good full five-man rotation off the bench. So a ten-man rotation in total, and and uh, the, there was really good support off the bench, which which doesn't happen, well, hasn't happened when they were down. So what I like is that Gary Trent Jr.'s back in the starting lineup, yes. and, uh, you know, as opposed to what they were doing before, and I think that's a nice compliment for Freddie. It, it helps Freddie out a bit. Um, and off the bench, you're getting good services out of uh, Achua and, and Boucher, to say the very least, and that's a one two punch that they didn't have for a lot of the year due to injury. And then others fill it in. Uh, Flynn did a nice job filling in last night, didn't score, but was was effective at three assists and just made an absolute no-look pass that you would you would fall over. Oh. Because it was one of those, you go, oh, see geez, sorry, nice guy. Play. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Coloco was, uh, you know, good three minutes. Uh, Hernan Gomez, the movie star, five points. Uh, but, but really good off the bench. And here's the other stat that jumps off the page, 30 assists. I'm just going to go through my notes because I believe uh, the other game they had 32 assists. So they're moving the ball around. That, mo- that is pretty good stuff. They're moving the ball around, and then they they caused the Hornets to turn the ball over a ton. So on the defensive side, oh, they're yes. working towards it as well. Yes, Lamelo Ball scored all those points, but that's expected when he's their mainstay of their lineup. What also yeah, stands plus- out is Pascal Siakam's range. I know we'll get to this in the the next segment here with the yes guy, no guy, but. When we harp on Siakam's game in the paint and in the mid-range, that's a positive. But when he starts draining the three and yeah. extending the range even more than he usually does, that's a line to watch, even on the betting side, possibly taking his threes. Yeah, just look at the numbers. He was 3-for-3 three three last night. They were 10-for-28, 35.7%. And in the other game, just let me get over here, they were... Uh, 22, no, wrong, wrong category, 20 of, 20, of, 20 of 44, yes, guy, 20 of, yes. 20, 20 of 44, okay, and what was, uh, Siakam was 2 of 6. Yes, okay. uh, are you but talking the about turn- the three-point line, or are you talking yeah, about, yeah. yeah, Siakam actually went 3 for 3 last night. That's why I said that, this yeah. 2 of 6 was the other game. Yes, the other game, yeah. so yeah. there's the range. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you talked about turnovers, 22 for Charlotte for 26 points. That's huge. Oh, man. That's a game. That's a game right there. It is. Looking forward to tomorrow against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, yeah. Trey Young's been battling an illness, so we don't know if he's totally in yet. But regardless of him, like that lineup has been rolling as of late. So yes, they've been even before their, their little skid here, but um, they're pretty good. They have a solid team going. Trey Young. 27 points per game this year, continuing to pile it on, having a rough year shooting-wise. So, um, got to watch for out for him, even if he's having a bad little stretch here. Yeah. 
Yep, I would. Uh, and, but the Raptors are in, in good shape. Um, I think we all agree, though, it's going to be fascinating what they do as the trade deadline approaches, uh, you know, because they uh, they are sort of working their way back in, but they are still, what are they, uh, 19 and 23 now? They're four games under. So, yeah, if they won Saturday, they'd be 20 and 23. So they're still three games under 500. They're they're on the edge of, of being going, going on to bigger and better things or, or not. So you don't know where this thing tracks. You have no idea where it tracks. Outside of Atlanta, yeah. they go to New York on MLK Day on Monday. Then it's a box of yeah. Timberwolves after that. So it doesn't seem as hard as it usually was these last couple of weeks. And if they can really pick up on the trend, yes, it's the Charlotte Hornets. Yes, they, yes they're yes they at home. Yes, they have a five-game winning streak against the Hornets at home. But there are a lot of positives to pick out. And you mentioned the T word that, that a lot of people like to say around here, trade. And yeah. I think... The way Trent Jr. is playing right now, I think it's kind of marring his his deal. But then again, teams are oh. picking up on him a little bit more, saying, Woo, wow. look what Trent Jr. is doing. Yeah, that's one of the all-time uh, interesting debates is like, uh, okay, if you're going to trade, well, who are you going to trade and what are you going to get back? So when I look at that starting five, if you're to peel somebody out of there, uh, and I've said this before, you need to get a starter back and, and a really good bench guy back. So it has to be a one for two. You do. Otherwise, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Not at all. Yeah. So why, why would you do that? Uh, yeah, okay. Well, coming up next, you're going to play Yes Guy, No Guy. This is Gameplay on TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca, also available on the iHeartRadio app. This is Gameplay on TSN 1050. This is found money. I want to parlay it. I want to make a big score. Embrace the odds. I want winners. Yes Guy, No Guy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, drivers and passengers, time now for the officially sanctioned edition of Yes Guy, No Guy on Gameplay. Go ahead, sir. Gameplay edition of Yes Guy, No Guy. Okay, here we go. Yes Guy, No Guy. I know there's been some rumor, and I know ESPN's Emily Kaplan had said that Austin Matthews is probably good to go tomorrow night after experiencing the undisclosed injury. But my first question to you, Guy, is the Maple Leafs should give Austin Matthews the night off to keep him healthier for the long run. Um, I'm going to say yes, guy, to that. Uh, there's no no Stanley Cup to be awarded tomorrow night. They have two other meetings with the Bruins, so if it's if it's a question mark, I would say absolutely yes, guy. You do what's best for him long term, and when you're doing that, you're doing what's best for the franchise long term, which is kind of why you're there. I'd agree with that as well. But then you could say, well, there's the entertainment factor and how oh, no. the magnitude of the game. But you know what? Health is way more important as of right now. Yeah, D- doubling up on that game, the Maple Leafs Bruins game has the potential to be the game of the year up to this point for the Maple Leafs. Uh, it has the potential to be that. Whether or not it is is, is yet to be determined. I'm not going to put a lot of weight on that game tomorrow night uh, because February 1st they're back at Scotiabank Arena and April 6th they're in Boston. Um, the April 6th game would mean more to me and the February 1st would, would mean a bit more than, than uh, tomorrow night's game. It, it's, it's a great story. There's a lot of interest in it and it might be a pretty darn good hockey game and it might turn out to be a fantastic game. But in terms of what happens going forward, it's usually later in the season. That's right. So it's more of like a, a middle guy, like I, well, or it's whatever like a guy. Curi- it's a curiosity. Okay, deal. That's a good deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, looking at that game for the Maple Leafs last night, tough, tough. They they played they played well. Like there there was there were signs were like oh well they they showed their traction. They're gonna move. Then they got the goal disallowed. So yes, yeah. guy, no guy. McMahon's goal that called called off should have counted. 
I'm going to say no guy because the rule is clear on that. I disagree with the rule. I don't, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me in that particular play or the one that New Jersey got uh, their goal canceled against the Leafs. There's no intent there to kick the puck in the net. It's because the guy's tied up. That's just the way it worked out. But, you know, that, that's the rule. So it, it should should not have counted. Toddy, if we, can, if we can jump in and say our own opinions and chip our rules, it would definitely uh-huh. count. But well, it's not even it's not even really a kick. It's it's like a it's trying you're tr- you are trying to kick up the puck to your stick, but it's not like a blatant kick the way the rule is. But anyway, what do I know? <laughs> what do we? Know? Let, let, let me just insert this right here. Boo 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 boo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we should call the refs. Say, yeah. hop yeah. on the phone. Just give yeah. just give them that. And then oh yeah. They, well, they'll possibly they go give to them the, a goal. When they go to center ice and they're about to announce the penalty, all they have to do is look <laughs> into the camera and go, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> uh, well, Maple Leafs didn't roll last night, but you know who's been rolling? And you saw him yeah. last night as Coach Pat Green. Uh, Pascal Siakam absolutely yeah. roaring in these last couple of games here throughout the whole season. And yes. there's a debate coming up in the All-Star game in Utah this Feb. Pascal Siakam should be an All-Star starter in the game. Yeah, I'm just going to go all Pascal here. I don't care about the other names. He should be. He's he's a consistent guy. He leads this team. You know, if you put him and OG together and, and Freddie, I mean, that's a that's a really good core. Those guys really really keep things going. So I'm going to say Pascal should be an All Star starter in the NBA All Star game in Utah this February. I I'd hope so. I'd hope so. But yeah. you know what? Giannis Tukupo stands in the way. Joel Embiid stands in the way. It is going to be a rough challenge. Yeah. So, so Tony, we've reached the halfway mark. Of oh, the boy. NBA season, and um, we'll see if the Raptors can turn their turn their season around in a way just outside of a play-in spot right now. So, yes, guy, no guy. Predicting at the halfway mark of the season, the Raptors will either make the play-in slash playoffs. Um, you know, I have to say, I'm going to preface this before I answer the question with uh, they are right on the edge for me. Uh, if they could get into a situation like they've been in the last two games where they're controlling the scoreboard instead of having to empty the tank to to keep in the game, I would say yes. I, I, I'm not guaranteed that that's going to happen, though. I, 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 but I always think the best of, of the Raptors because they always come up with something that you, you don't expect. So I'm going to say they'll, they'll make the play-in playoffs. Okay. I, I believe so, too. I believe it's way yeah. too early for us to, to point our finger and say, well, this isn't the road they're going on. But Fred Van Vliet had come out and said, we're, we're keeping this steady. We're, we know where we're standing right now, and we know what we have to do. Yes, our defense hasn't been up to par, but there's a lot of season left. So that's a lot to respect yeah, so about him. The, the, the number that jumps off the page last night was Charlotte shot 53%. There you go. And still, still lost the game. And still lost the game. Yeah, but they held yeah, their players they shot, down. Uh, they shot fifty-four percent in game one and still lost the game. That's remarkable. But before we move on, like I think the only little issue of the Raptors right now, well, there's a ton, but if I have to pick out the one that's standing out to me, is the offensive rebounds. Like again, Mason Plumlee coming in, not known really for well, his rebounding uh, abilities, yeah. it comes in and drops. And grabs 15 rebounds and another 16 yeah. points. So this has continued to be a really odd trend. It's the, big. it's, it's the yeah, bigs. It's, whenever you whenever yeah. a big comes into Toronto, unfortunately, you kind of have to throw the over on on the other big. Well, you do. That's that's a problem, and that's the way the team is built. And you know that's what they have to work with. So I don't. You know I don't. You just can't go out to the store and buy. It. Where's the big? I, I need a big here. Yeah, he'll do. There's you know it's not it's not easily fixed. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> 
Let's shift over to the NFL. And we were talking about this at the top of the hour. But your Detroit Lions will make the playoffs next season. Yes guy or no guy? An emphatic yes guy. I mean, they've got that nice pick from the Rams on that Stafford deal. So they're going to get a really good player there. Uh, And I like the build there. All of a sudden, people might say, hey, I want to sign with the Lions. What? Yeah, I want to sign with the Lions. There's something happening there. There's another sentence that nobody's ever said in the history of mankind, except for maybe in 1955. You didn't have a choice anyway. <laughs> Bringing some, uh, some more players around the league in. Maybe. That is always a possibility for those Detroit Lions. We've never yeah, heard that like before. The secondary. No. There's <laughs> a lot of Lions sentences that have been uttered this year that have never been said That's bad before. Out. Well, if you're getting one game out of a wild card, then why not? Yeah. You know you got playing time. Expanding. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes, guy, no guy. Uh, Derek Carr um, sent out a message yesterday after all these trade rumors that he's probably out of the Raiders franchise. Yes, guy, no yeah. guy. Derek Carr should be a starting QB um, in the NFL. I would say yes, guy, to that. He's got the credentials. I don't know what happened with the Raiders, but uh, he went south. So give him another shot. There's going to be somebody that'll look at him. <laughs> Final one for me here. Spurs yep. hosting the Warrior, Warriors in the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas tonight. Going to break the record for the most spectators at an NBA game. Pretty shocking, eh? Yeah. yeah. So, yes guy, no guy, does the NBA need to have more games played in stadiums? Oh, I'm glad you said need. The answer to that would be no guy. The, NHL, uh, the NBA doesn't need much of anything in terms of generating revenue. It is a business machine that a lot of people would envy. Um, I don't know how the players like this. I mean, I don't know how you get your sight lines and depth perception. It's got to be wacky. You know, look, when the Raptors started, they played in the Sky Dome. That was pretty weird. Uh, So I don't know how this works. I guess it's a novelty item. Generate some money, but, yeah, generate some money. Not that the NBA is, is begging for for a cent. Absolutely. Running yeah. running the running joke on here on gameplay is that I've never seen that. I've never seen the Raptors play in the Sky Dome. So that I'm just uh, oh, really? just putting my age out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well it was kinda weird, but nonetheless it did <laughs> well, happen. Any yeah. more for me? That's it for uh, me. Well that's it. Okay. Well then we have to go anyways because our next guest is lined up, right? Yes, we right? do. You're right. Okay. Robert Mays, head of the athletic football show and an NFL writer. So we're gonna dive into some some cleats. That's next on game. Gameplay to TSN 1050, TSN 1050.ca, and the iHeartRadio app. Definitely embracing the odds. Jim Taddy subbing for Matthew Cause. This is Gameplay on TSN 1050. So tons of football on the weekend. Two tomorrow, three Sunday, and one on Monday night. Let's bring in Robert Mays, host of the Athletic Football Show and NFL writer. Robert, how are you today, sir? Is he there? Hello? Okay, probably an issue. We'll we'll recall him. We'll and, uh, uh, we'll get him back on. Yeah, we'll get him back on. I think his Obviously line name dropped. Let's get Robert back on. Yeah, absolutely. Tell him. Tell me when he's there. So tomorrow at four thirty, Seattle at uh, the Niners, at uh, eight fifteen, Chargers at uh, the Jags, and we'll have to pick that game up in progress after the Raptors game against Atlanta on Saturday night. Sunday, Dolphins and Bills at one. Yes, everybody knows about that. At four thirty, Giants and the Vikings. 
And at 8.15, the Ravens visiting the Cincy Bengals in the Monday night game. Cowboys against the Bucks. The Cowboys against the Bucks was the uh, the game I was asked at by uh, one of the staff last night. And I said, Cowboys, are you kidding me? And, you know, the Tom Brady story is great, but uh, time to move on. Cowboys, I like the Cowboys in that game. Um, and uh, the Bills game, last night uh, we were going over the the line. It went from 13.5 to, to 13, and then when it went to 13, I said jump on it. Then it went back to 13.5. So, uh, you know, I, I think the Bills will, will have a, a, a nice day against the Dolphins. Um, coming up later in the broadcast, we're going to have Josh English to step by and uh, step in and do some uh, – Adds, uh, sorry, some some odds and, and stuff like that from covers.com. Uh, Dave Pagnota will be by, editor-in-chief from the fourth period. Kevin Scott coming up in the next segment. Andy Capper at Sports Information Traders as well. So there's, there's plenty, of, plenty of action, to say the very least, on the weekend, and a lot of it right here on TSN 1050. Uh, the Leafs are busy in Boston tomorrow night as well, and the Raptors coming off that nice uh, win over Charlotte, the back-to-back wins over Charlotte, three-game winning streak on a, a six-game homestand. So, and you go back to uh, their particular case where uh, – they had lost the first two games of the homestand in Milwaukee in overtime with that massive 28-7 run to tie it to push it into overtime, and then a painful loss against the Knicks. Uh, and that sort of, you know, when you look at the homestand, the three and two with the going two, zero oh and two, and then three and zero, oh, kind of sums up their season. They always rally. You never count them out, uh, but sometimes they do wear out from having to rally time and time again. And the Leafs, the Austin, Mastin, Austin Matthews thing is uh, something that, you know, you try and get a beat on. Don't know exactly, you know, what the issue was or was there two issues or who knows. Uh, if he plays tomorrow night, great. You, you just want the long-term health of the player because he's kind of kind of has the keys to the franchise to keep that going. Uh, last night in Detroit, uh, nice effort, but not nearly enough. They, they just let the wings get under their skin. A lot of physical play along the boards. Uh, Red Wings forecheck was there. Uh, and uh, so that was the, the situation as well. Um, yes, Frankie C. <laughs> I love when people text you when you're on the air trying to ad-lib around a technical issue. <laughs> Frankie C. wants to jump in. Is, is Robert here? Okay, there he is. Robert. Robert Mays, how are you? Doing well, guys. How are you? Good. I don't know what the issue was, but uh, accept our apologies. So let's go to the, the Bills and Dolphins right away. This game is uh, slated at 13.5. No Tua for the Dolphins. This should be a pretty good game for the Bills, right? I think the Dolphins are going to have to We're going to have to move along there. So, sorry, Robert. I don't know what, what the issue is, but uh, we can't hear what he has to say. So sort of stuck that way. Technology is, uh, is yeah. Fun. We're 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 trying to call Robert from uh, Chicago. Unfortunately, we're not getting the line through. So, um, yeah, I don't know what that is, yeah. but uh, who knows? The mice, mice ate the wires. That's the way I was. <laughs> unfortunately, that. so yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we were gonna we were gonna talk to him about this weekend's games and um, yeah. what we see. So we were just about to ask the Dolphins and Bills. The line is now up to thirteen and a half here, Taddy. Um, yeah. I it's it's hard to say. Uh, Bill's supporter here. You want to see the Bills win by this much. It is a playoff game. Uh, Bills are absolutely rolling into this one. I, I think I'm going to side with the 13 and a half. If it was 13, I'd jump on it. i, I got to be honest. 13, I would jump on it. 13 and a half sort of uh, scares me away a little bit. Does, does, the half, does the half bother yeah. you there? It does. Oh. Yeah, it does. How about the, uh, okay, so actually I just got news, Taddy, that Lamar Uh-oh. Jackson is ruled out for the Cincinnati 
Baltimore matchup this weekend. Tyler Huntley, Ooh. questionable, undrafted rookie Anthony Brown projected the start of Huntley can't go. Those oh, odds boy. are absolutely going to change. Bengals sitting an eight and a half point favorite right now. Yeah. And throughout the week, we were talking about the Bengals' offense, saying, hey, can they get really up to it? Can they get past the Ravens right here? I believe they can. And Jamar Chase, there's a lot of beef with with him and Roquan Smith right now. And if Lamar Jackson isn't playing, the offense, how how are they going to match up? Mark Andrews, only five touchdowns on the year. Their run game hasn't been the greatest. Now, Now you're telling me they can't go without their star? Super rough. Yeah. Well, I would take the Bengals in that game. Absolutely. Yeah? Not, not even close. But by, what I by, said the, about, by the eight and a half point spread? I would, yeah. Mm, yeah. I do I like that. It's a juicy at spread. Well. At home it's a juicy as well. spread. What about the Cowboys and Bucks? I, I, I'd go with the Cowboys. What, what's the spread in that game? So right now for the Cowboys and Buccaneers, it is the Cowboys to win by two and a half. It, it usually jumps um, across different books right now. But FanDuel Sportsbook... Yeah. Uh, currently has my two and a half against the Buccaneers and a game they should win. Dak Prescott coming in with a lot on his mind right now. Yes, the Cowboys, we know. You have lost eight straight games on the road in the playoffs. Now you're going to face Tom Brady and potentially, we don't know yet, his last game. Oh, here we go with that stuff again. Uh. The, the Brady machine comes out and you go, wow, Tom Brady can't well, Dude, it happens sooner or later to everybody. He's going to lose. <laughs> he is. He, oh, really? We don't yeah. know. I think, uh, I think I like I'm the on Cowboys the Cowboys, though. Game. Yeah, I think I'm yeah, on the Cowboys absolutely. as well. The line's only, what, two and a half? It's only at two and a half right now. Jump on it. A lot of the public's on Tampa, though. Well, of course. Because, because of the Brady just, effect. But they just historic, lost to the yeah. Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. So how do you compare? Leonard Fournette... Leonard Fournette and Ezekiel Elliott, the best touchdown scorers in that game. Zeke at plus 115. Leonard Fournette at plus 130. CD Lamb plus 150. Those are the three touchdown scorers I'll be eyeing throughout these ones. How about you, Teddy? I'm just looking at Frankie C's text. He oh. says, Guy, I'm ready to talk football. He's, are, are we he's ready to bring Frankie he, on? He, I am up to call him. him. Let's get, get him Frankie Carano let's, let's on. Let's get I mean, his opinion. We got That's a double right. text from our guy, Frankie Corrado. If you need a guest, call me yeah. now. Guy, I'm ready to talk football. Well, I'm going to yeah. ask Frankie Corrado a question once I get him on, because this is going to be interesting. Okay. You go get him and, and let me know when he's there. So, Cowboys and Bucks, are you telling me that you wouldn't jump on Dallas minus two and a half? Absolutely. You know, so, this is here's my theory on this. You know, this is the Packers-Lions, right? Well, no, the Packers can't lose that game. They never do. But guess what? They lost. The Bucks, now Brady's, uh, you know, greatest of all time. He's gonna, he's gonna conjure up something. Well, maybe not, maybe not. And you know, the Cowboys have struggled, yeah, but maybe it's their time to win. I like, I like the Cowboys in this game. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna apologize for my picks, but, the, but that's it. And, and I, I, I'm adamant about that 13 and a half, uh, Buffalo and, and Miami. The, the half scares the heck out of me. Don't ask me why. I just, it's got push written all over it. I don't like it. The 13, I would just jump on. I don't like the 13 and a half. Bothersome. But anyway, uh, that's the way it looks. So three games on Sunday, two on Saturday, and one on Monday night. I love the Monday night playoff stuff. That that that's uh, that's nice. I like that. Gets everybody's attention. Is Frankie C? Did he go? Did he go through the drive-in or what? We Where have a special guest. This is a a total 
<laughs> Rewind. <laughs> Here we go. Frankie Garado on oh. gameplay. <laughs> oh. Wow. Boy. What, what, what happened? Did you call Chicago again? What happened there? It is our phone lines here at the TSN studios. Oh, oh that's comforting. Th- see, you know what? <laughs> yes guy, no yeah. guy headquarters caused this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, what, do you want man. To what happened there? It seems like wow. it's a phone issue here at the TSN studios. Uh, kind of a kind of an issue on a talk show, but nonetheless. It definitely is. Here, this will this will clear the air. Boo 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 boo. Well, I guess you and I are going to chat for a while because it looks like all our guests are going to get wiped. Oh man, oh man. Yeah. You know what, Tidy? Let's go to a break. We'll figure this out. Yeah. And so, uh, wait a minute. I got to I got to adjust my invoice here. Okay, yeah, let's go to break. This is gameplay on TSN 1050, TSN1050.ca, and the iHeartRadio app. Oh. No guy. Welcome to Gameplay, TSN 1050, TSN1050.ca, the iHeartRadio app. Tim Taddy Subby for Matthew Cause as we grind on through technical difficulties, but that's life. That's the way it works. That's just uh, the way it Are we fixed goes. up, Josh? Uh, are we fixed? Not totally fixed up yet. Our engineering team here at TSN 1050 will be working on that. And hopefully we get Josh on at 3 o'clock because we want to hear some best bats and prop picks. Absolutely. So when you look at this, I mean, what's your best bet? What do you like about this card? Um, for the NFL would you slate? absolutely pound? Yeah. Wow. There's so I was on with Maddie yesterday and we did our, our we did our picks and props and our best yeah. bets and I had a lot of different bets going. Um starting from Justin Jefferson over six and a half receptions against the New York Giants this weekend. Vikings three point favorites since week fifteen, Taddy. The Vikings have a have the most Passing yards. And we know what that means. Justin Jefferson yeah. is going to get the ball. He had 12 receptions in the last matchup. I also took Jamar Chase to get a touchdown against the Baltimore Ravens. Absolutely love that play. Austin Eckler to get a touchdown against the Jacksonville Jaguars. But I love the Jacksonville Jaguars money line. I'm always about a nice Cinderella story. So those are my player prop picks going right now. And then if I'm going down the slate, it's hard not to take the 49ers at minus 9.5. That line has been moving the entire week, up from 7.5 to 9.5. So, going to side with the 49ers on that play, as I said, the Jags. I do like the Bills' money line. There isn't much value. If you do pair that with possibly like a Bills-Vikings money line, you'll get your value up on that side. And then, looking ahead to Monday, Cowboys, Bucks, Prescott, yeah. Brady. And... I already stated some of my touchdown scores. I'm going to go with the Cowboys as well. I feel like there's so much on their mind here saying, like, how we can't lose this. We can't. Oh, wow. Phone's working. (laughs) That might be Frankie C. Oh my goodness! Yeah, there's plenty of stuff here. Well, I like the, the you know the player props. There's all kinds of stuff there that, regardless of just picking the winners as we used to do in the old days. So there's plenty of stuff to get into. The weekend is all set. What do we have, Josh? Daddy, good yeah. news. Phone lines are back. You happened at a oh, rough good. time. Unfortunately, we couldn't get to hear the athletics football host Robert Mays because he would have provided yeah. so much information for us. And Frankie C probably would have taken the bills. I think you would have sided with me there. Yeah. So we're going to step out because, or are we stepping out? Kevin Scott is up next. Kevin Scott's going to be joining us mid-show here, Taddy.
Oh, so there's no break. This could be Kevin there, right? Or you're going to phone him up. Wow. I like that. I like Maybe we should change the uh, the ringtone. Yeah, that's kind of standard, right? The Can we do a bubba boo ringtone? Maybe not. So Kevin Scott will be <laughs> with us not. very shortly. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Executive decision. Kevin Scott will be with us very shortly. Top of the hour, Josh English will be by. Is, is Kevin here now? No, he's not. Okay. We'll get into that. Josh Inglis at uh, 3 o'clock. Oh, he is here now. <laughs> it's a bit of a game. Kevin Scott is here, handicapper at Sports Information Traders. Kevin, how are you today, sir? How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Well, we're battling through some phone issues, but uh, nonetheless, you have solved it. The power of your voice connected all the dots, and we're ready to go. So let's jump into this. The NFL Super Wild Card Weekend is up. Two games on Saturday featuring the Seahawks and Niners, Jags and Chargers, then three games on Sunday, Dolphins, Bills, Vikings, Giants, Ravens, Bengals, and finishing off with the Cowboys and Bucks on Monday. Which betting route will you be taking? Well, if you remember last week I was on the show, I gave out Pittsburgh as, a, as the free play. Uh, and they ended up winning by two touchdowns. And every one of your callers I called last week, we gave them uh, Tennessee plus a six and a half, which, in my opinion, I don't think that was a fumble. Should have won the game outright. But we got the six and a half points, and we won that game for all your listeners. Oh, good. Okay, so what, what do you like on this weekend? Well, let me tell you right now. I have a game going this weekend on Saturday, which I absolutely love. I think the odds makers made a huge mistake in this line. I haven't seen anything like this in over 10 years. So what I'm doing is I'm trying to earn the business of all your listeners. Right now, everybody who calls or goes to my website, sportsinformationtraders.com, signs up for $29.99. You're going to get my best play on Saturday. If that game loses, but I'm telling you, I'm giving you a NFL guarantee here. If that game loses, you will get the rest of the NFL playoffs absolutely free. That's how strong this play is on Saturday, gentlemen. Wow, that is that's that is strong. Uh, what are you thinking? The Bills and Dolphins. Uh, Thirteen point five is the spread. What are you looking at in this matchup? Well, let's look at this game. We all know that last week they struggled against the Jets, and the Jets do have a good defense. Waddle was banged up. Hills banged up. They're playing with their third string quarterback. But let me tell you right now. Miami is one and eight straight up and two and seven against the spread on the road in playoff games, and they lose that by an average of twenty two points a game. Secondly, they're one and eleven straight up and three and nine against the spread when they play games in the playoffs in outdoor stadiums. Call me crazy, but that's a fact. Third of all, since nineteen ninety, the Dolphins are two and fourteen straight up and 3-13 and against the spread in Buffalo. I really like Buffalo in this game, laying the 13-and-a-half. I also like Buffalo in the first half, laying the 7. But I'm going to give you another good prop bet. In my opinion, if the say Buffalo gets out to a 14-point lead, there's a prop bet out there, gentlemen, that says, will the Dolphins attempt a field goal? I'm going to say no, because this is not going to be a field goal game. This is going to be a touchdown game. Field goals won't count. I don't think the Dolphins will attempt a field goal in the entire contest. Wow. Okay, so can you get into some of the props that you might favor? Well, also, I like the there's one prop out there. I think Josh Allen rush over 25 yards. I think the guy's definitely going to rush over 25 yards. And I also think that Josh Allen would score a touchdown. There's also a prop out there. Will he score a rushing touchdown? I do believe that will happen as well. But let me tell your listeners right now. If you want a game 
this weekend that is so strong that I haven't seen anything like this in over 10 years, you give me a call right now at 866-441-2711. That's 866-441-2711. Or you could go to my website, sportsinformationtraders.com, sign up for $29.99. If I lose that game on Saturday, which I won't, you will get the rest of the NFL playoffs absolutely free on me. That's how strong this game is, gentlemen. I love a game on Saturday. Kevin, thanks very much for stopping by. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. I'll speak to you next week. Absolutely. This is Kevin Scott, handicapper at Sports Information Traders. If you need some of the best picks on the market, check out all of his picks at uh, go to sportsinformationtraders.com. That's his website. He said it rhymed off the number, and away we go. So there's plenty of stuff here. I mean, this is this is like a, a some kind of a circus for for uh, NFL fans, is it not, Josh? Oh, such a huge weekend! I'll be dialing back, probably having multiple screens in front of me to watch most of these games throughout the weekend. If you can pick one, Taddy. Uh, to put all your focus on, which one are you picking? I, I think I'm going to go oh, with the Dolphins Bills or the Chargers Jaguars. Really, I, I still, well, I like the, you know obviously I like the Bills over the Dolphins, uh, but I'm I'm zeroing in on uh, the Cowboys and Bucks. I like that game. Yeah, that Monday night game is going to be fired up from Tampa. If Jacksonville no. can somehow pull this off against the Chargers, it's going to be tough to go into Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs. But if the Bills get the dub and the Bengals get the dub we may see another rematch oh, of a oh, Bills Bengals yeah. oh and now with the positive news um that Damar Hamlin has been discharged from the hospital he is with his family uh, and friends around I know Sean McDermott ga- either gave the option to him saying well um if you're if you're all good by then you're totally free to come to the game this weekend what a what a positive sign for for Demar Hamlin. That's a that's a, a really um, startling story that that had you know it was tragic in its own right, but but it corrected itself rather nicely, which is you know you don't see that often. But so it it turned out that there's a there's sort of a I'm not going to say a happy ending, but but at least there's some positives to it that that are you know because just when it happened, it was like oh yeah you had to look yeah. away pretty well. Yeah, yeah. So there was so much encouraging news out of Buffalo now. So. Um, yeah. It, fact, totally excited for this. If, yeah. if, if they were to meet, it would be in Buffalo, right? Uh, it would be, as Buffalo yeah. is the number two seed yeah. um, going into the divisional round. So oh boy, that wouldn't, that wouldn't firing be a lift at all. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you, know, you almost want that to happen just because it's uh, it, it sort of helps everybody move forward. You, but you know the Chiefs on the outside are going to be looking in on, on that matchup saying, well, we can probably single-handedly beat the Jaguars or the Chargers. Should be a tough matchup, but the way Pat, Patrick Mahomes had a, a phenomenal season, going to win MVP again, 41 touchdowns on the air, over 5,000 passing yards, the only player in the NFL to, to exceed that mark. Do you think the Chiefs are just going to sit back and say, well, let's look towards the championship game? No, 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 no. One game at a time. You could think you could you could you could hope that that happens, but you got to play got to play a game at a time. They were already talking about it yesterday as as if it's going to happen as oh, they really? announced that oh, the, oh, really? the neutral site game is in Atlanta this year if the Bills and Chiefs match up by then. And there was already talk saying, "Well, prepare for it." And I, I'm not I'm not totally in agreement of that. I think there could be an underdog story in the making here. 
I don't like uh, presumptuous. Does that make any sense? It I does. Like, I, don't, I don't like presuming things. No. Yeah, it does. Reality gets in the way. All the time. It's sports. <laughs> Come on now. Y- yes, it does. <laughs> That's why I say that. You know, It always goes this way, so it's going to keep going. No, it's not. It's going to stop, and then it's going to reverse, and then it's going to go the other way. That- That's just the way it happens. You just have to know when that's going to happen. And, Toddy, before, before we head to break, the yeah. AP Pro, all pro teams have come out, and it looks like Pat Mahomes is the QB for there. Josh Jacobs, Travis Kelsey headlining the first-team offense, and Nick Bosa, Micah Parsons, and Roquan Smith headlining the first-team defensive sides. So some positive news going into a heavy-stacked NFL weekend. Absolutely. So we'll step out so we can get Josh Inglis in, and uh, he is next. He's the betting analyst at Covers.com. This is Gameplay on TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca, also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour of Gameplay is brought to you by FanDuel. Bet on all your favorite teams on the FanDuel Sportsbook app.